This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Anyway, Steve Moore, the the world-renowned economist who has his own show, by the way, here on WABC on the weekends, More Money. Steve Moore, thank you, my friend, for joining us. How are you this afternoon? Hi, Bo. I'm doing well. I'm a little worried about the banking situation, but yeah, uh, people... We have a great audience for the More Money Show on this same station, 1 p.m. every Saturday afternoon. So it's an honor to have this show, uh, you know, given the greatness of uh, John Kethamatidis has really rebuilt this station into the number one radio station in America for talk radio. Absolutely. And we're so glad that you're here with us, uh, Steve. You're a little worried about the banking. Um, A few stories, and let me just get... Number one, people want to know, is this a bailout or not? Because magically, <laughs> magically, all the money for the depositors is going to be there, and they're saying no taxpayer money is going to be used, yeah. but I don't understand something about that. If the government, how does the government have money if not for taxpayers? Yeah, because it prints it. <laughs> it prints okay. It. And then it gets it out. No, look, uh, first of all, let me be very clear about this, Bobo. I am nervous about some of these banks, but I want to be crystal clear. I, I don't think we're facing some kind of, you know, mass, you know, uh, bank failure or anything like that. People can, if you have a, a deposit of less than $250,000, it is insured in your bank. So I don't want people <laughs> feeling, you know, excessively frightened. I do think that there could be other banks that fail, like the Silicon Valley Bank, because they've made a lot of dumb uh, decisions. What's going on here is that, you know, the, we've got the Biden administration came in, spent trillions and trillions of dollars and borrowed trillions and trillions of dollars. And the Fed had to react to that by raising interest rates, because if you pour all that money into the economy, you're going to get inflation like we had and still have over the last 18 months. And so um, when those inflation rates go, went up, the interest rates went up, right? And so yeah. a lot of these banks made uh, really bad arbitrage decisions on um, buying and selling bonds. And that's what put this Silicon Valley Valley Bank into its current problems. Now, I want to make this also crystal clear. When Joe Biden said it was either this morning or yesterday, don't worry, taxpayers are not going to put the bill for this. That's nonsense. Who is going to build, put the bill? Martians? I mean, if the federal government bails out a company or a bank, where else could the money come from? <laughs> I mean, That's what I was wondering. You're going to pay for it. It's, it's coming out of your and my pockets. And I'm sorry, I have a problem with that. People who may, you know put two million dollars into an account now they want you and me to pay for it if the uh, if they can't if the bank doesn't have the money. I, I have a real problem with that. I think a lot of people have a real problem with that, but. Uh, so what about the bank's um, uh, uh, financial risk assessment? People didn't, don't they have someone working on the risk assessment for the bank that could have said, hey, guys, uh, heads up, we, we've got some trouble down the road. We better deal with this right now. Shouldn't the yeah. bank have had, had, had been aware that it had these problems earlier? We don't really know enough yet. The answer to your question, of course, is yes. <laughs> they should have realized they had a problem. But... Uh, we don't exactly know what happened inside the bank. Did they know about this? Did they try to cover it up? Uh, what happened is they tried to, you know, borrow two billion dollars from Goldman Sachs and other companies, and that's when the alarms went off that there was something wrong with this, with this bank. Um, and so, uh, yeah, and you also know, I'm sure, Abo, that they invested all this money in this green energy crap and all these woke companies that didn't pay off too well. And this is why I have a big problem with the government mandating 
of what's called ESG. Are you familiar with ESG, Bo? Oh, of course I am. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So this was also billions of dollars of the bank's money went in the ESG projects. And guess what? Those don't pay off too well. Yes. The Yes, yes. The environmental and social governance. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Now, exactly. Now, let's also take, talk one more moment about risk assessment, because over the weekend we learned – the Jay Espera, the boss of the fi- of the fiscal risk management at yep. the United uh, United Kingdom branch, has been spending her time instead of doing assessment on the on the company's uh, position, financial position, um, spent time dealing with the 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 month long pride campaign that the bank put together. <laughs> Right. She, she said her efforts. I, mean, I shouldn't become, be laughing because, but that, I had not heard that story before. But it doesn't surprise me. I mean, the problem with this is a problem at writ large with all major American companies now. They have diversity officers. They have you know gay pride people. They have you know uh, where's your transgender bathrooms? All of these things. And I'm not look. I'm not. <laughs> those things may not be important. What I'm saying is those don't have anything to do with the profits and losses of the company. And there, I think this is a problem with a lot of American companies is they've become diverted from their purpose, which is to, you know, provide jobs and make uh, profit for the shareholders. Well, the, this again, let me just go a little bit further into this because this was what she was doing. She said, and in addition to instituting the bank's first safe space catch-up, which encouraged employees to share their coming out stories and serving on LGBTQ panels around the world, <laughs> right. she spent her time over the last year serving as director for diversity role models and volunteering yeah. as a mentor for migrant leaders. I feel privileged just to co-chair LGBTQ and, and ERG and help spread awareness of lived queer experiences, partner with charitable organizations, and above all, create a sense of community for our LGBTQ employees and allies. Okay, so you got that. The board of directors, apparently, was also obsessed with diversity. They invested $5 billion of the bank's dollars for yes. a healthier planet, in addition yes. to all of that. This is what I what I think is really egregious in light of the fact that we're now going to be bailing them out. Silicon Valley Bank employees received their annual bonuses on Friday, hours before the government took it over. They handed out bonus checks. Also, we learned that the uh, the stockholders that worked in the company sold their yep. stock. They knew right. what was coming. They sold out. They cashed out. They made good. And now we're stuck. The American taxpayer, despite what Joe Biden says, is charged with with um, filling in the gaps here. Well, you know, from all those things that that you said, and I'm aware of some of those stories and not aware of some of the others, uh, something uh, smells amiss here, doesn't it? It's foul play. And the idea that bonuses were given out a few days before, oopsie-daisy, we're losing money and we need a federal bailout, that that's outrageous. That's almost you a know, few like, hours um, before, you know, not even days, Steve. A few hours before the government moved in to take before. it out, they handed out bonus checks. Right, and it's exactly what you know fraudsters do. You know, and uh, so I, I find that to be outrageous, and I think Americans should. And before a penny of taxpayer money goes into this, though, there should be a clawback on those bonuses and and these other things. Now. I want to make one other quick point about 
all the CSG stuff, because you're right. This is diverting the attention away from what the companies are supposed to be doing, which is running a bank. Um, you aware, Bo, that uh, Joe Biden is now basically um, saying that these uh, pension funds have to now use the same kind of criteria. Uh, you know, are, are you, you know, investing in green energy? Do you have, right. are you inclusive, LGBTQ? They're playing politics, folks, with your and my retirement funds. I mean, I find that to be outrageous. Uh, they can do that with their own money, but not my pension money, not your pension money, Bo. I, I just want them to find the best return I can get. And this is a real problem throughout the American um, corporate world right now. There is a billionaire by the name of Bill Ackerman, Ackman, I'm sorry, Bill Ackman, who says our economy, Steve, will not function unless regional banks are made whole. Um, and there are, there are a lot of regional banks that were hit with trading halts, about 20 this morning. And what he is suggesting is that, long story short, that Joe Biden ought to just say, no matter what the state of any of these banks are, whatever whoever they are, the federal government is going to make good, no matter what, no matter what the story, the government make good, it should make good. Is that sound economic policy? No, in my opinion, it's not. Now, look, I don't want to see bank runs. And, and again, I want to go back to say, I don't want to scare people unnecessarily. I don't think we are going to see bank runs. But, the, you know, why are we going to bail out banks, you know, that acted inappropriately. There's something, there's a term called moral hazard. And a moral hazard is something where you actually reward person for bad behavior. And that's what we do with these bailouts. We've been doing it for 30 years in, in town. And what, guess what? It's, it's almost like, you know, if you, uh, if you go to the roulette wheel, you know, and you say, I'm going to put all my money on, you know, number 12. And then number 12 doesn't come in. And, and then they say, oh, okay, the tax bill will give me more money. And then you keep putting on the roulette wheel. You know, that's just rewarding bad behavior. That's exactly what we're doing here. And it is bad economics. So in the, so now let's go back for a moment, Steve. Your, your view on regulations. You've got Elizabeth Warren out pointing her finger saying, this is all Donald Trump's fault. He yeah. deregulated it. And then you've got... Other voices chiming in trying to blame Trump. Number one, I don't think the argument holds because yeah. if you, if it were that much of a problem and you had a problem with it, they've had two years to fix it. This is the first we've heard this peep out mm -hmm. of Elizabeth Warren or any of the other Democrats. But let's just talk for a moment about Dodd-Frank and where we are today with banking regulations. Now, I, Steve, and I've had friends from Canada that say our banks up here would never get into the kind of trouble that we, that you people get into because our banks are very, very tightly regulated and yours are not. Well, that's actually not true. There's no industry in America that's more regulated than the banking industry. No question about it. It's it's. It, and by the way, do you know how many? I love this where uh, Biden is trying to blame Trump for the uh, failure of SVB. And the reason, uh, you know, and he's saying, oh, that's that's because of Trump. Wait a minute. Do you know how many bank failures there were when Trump was president? I don't recall any. Zero. <laughs> Zero. So now we're getting seeing some of these banks fail. Oh, it's Donald Trump's. It's, it would be like, well, he's actually doing this. You know, Biden saying, oh, the reason the border's out of control is because of Trump. Wait a minute. No, Trump had control of the border. It'd be like Biden saying, oh, the reason we have eight, seven, six, seven, eight, nine percent inflation is because of Trump. No, we didn't have inflation under Trump. 
all of these problems has, um, have emerged as a result of incompetent and financially reckless behavior in this White House. Now, th- there was also a lot of financial uh, and reckless behavior at, at SVB Bank, too. But, uh, you know, the idea that Trump is responsible for these things, uh, you know, I, I don't, I'm not buying that for one single second. Now, also, the conspiracy theorists are out. This is the last question. And what they're saying is... And- all of this, of course, is pre-planned, you know. This is all part of the greater plan to make Americans have less confidence in, in, in cash currency so that we can quickly move to a digital currency. What's your thought about that? No, I mean, look, you know, we saw what's happened with these other, like, I'm, I'm for cryptocurrencies. I think we should have a parallel currency, but, but I don't, look, you saw the, failure of a major cryptocurrency just a few months ago. So I think we just have to make American consumers and American workers more cognizant of the risk that you're taking with some of these things. And when you give more and more power to the government, I think that's when you get in big trouble. All in all, I just want to leave with this last word. You were telling people not to panic here. There's not a reason to panic. And I just want to. Once again, please reiterate for folks, Steve, why they shouldn't panic over this. Because I do not think there's going to be like a, a bank run. You know, you may have a few banks that fail, but if you have, let me be clear about this. If you have less than $250,000 in an account, and that's most of us, then that is 100% federal insured. And now they're saying all of the accounts are going to be insured. And so I don't think individual investors and depositors have anything to worry about. Steve Moore, thank you so much. People can join you on Saturdays for more money. Give the give the time again. It's right here on WABC. 1 p.m. every Saturday afternoon. 1 p.m. on Saturdays, ladies and gentlemen. Steve Moore, more money. World-renowned economist and a dear friend. Thank you for joining us, Steve. Appreciate you. Thank you, Bob. Take care.